reveal unto us, Lord God, who and how great you are. So now, Lord God, as you continue speaking that same sentiment through your word unto us, Father God, I pray that everyone, as has already been said by Elder, that that, that our hearts are open, oh Lord. That we have been opened up, Father God, that as just as you poured into us by praise and worship, Lord God, that you continue, oh Lord, to pour into us by your word, oh God. That it may do exactly what you sending it for, that it changes us, that it rearranges us, oh God that we are never, ever the same. And all this we pray in the precious and mighty name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. And let all the saints of God say amen, amen, and amen. Glory be to God. If you will, turn your Bibles with me on this morning. Uh, We won't be very long. To Psalms 91. Psalms 91. And in Psalms 91, this is a passage of scripture that we are also familiar with, but God wants to speak to us with a text verse of number two. Psalms 91, verse number two. And and once you get there with me, just say amen that we all can be on one accord as we read our text on this morning. Psalms 91 verses 2 in there. And the title of the message is this. The title of the message on this morning is, I will say of the Lord that I will say of the Lord. And with the title of the message comes a question. You know, in there, uh, what will you say of the Lord? So I will say of the Lord, but what is it that you will say of the Lord? And I believe that God is going to speak that to us in very loud and very clear on this morning. So verse 2 of Psalms 91, please read with me. It says, I will say of the Lord, he, he, he is my refuge. And my fortress, hallelujah, my God, in him I will trust. You may be seated in the presence of the almighty God, hallelujah. Here is a David came to understand something that was very, very precious, my friends. He came to understand that his only safety was abiding in the presence of of the almighty God. He came to understand, let me just say that again, that his safety, see, because David went through a whole lot, even here on earth, and, 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 and he went through so many different challenges that he wasn't always safe. 
But he came to understand not only the safety that he needed against those that came against him or otherwise his enemies, but even through the cares and the natural things of life that he needed safety from, glory be to God, that his safety he found to be in one place, in one place only, and that is in the presence of of the almighty God, hallelujah. And so this is something that David came to understand, but do you know today, my friends, that this is what God is calling for each and every one of us to understand just as he did. But uh, so the question that I have is, how, who is it? Not uh, only how but who is it that can say who is it here today who is it that can truly say that I will say of the Lord meaning that I will make this confession I will make this direct uh, this uh, declaration of the Lord that he is my refuge and my fortress can you say that? Let me make it personal to you today. Can you honestly say, I ain't talking about with just the words that come out of your mouth, but with the sentiments of your heart, my friend. Do you live in this place that David came to understand that it was this, that his only safety was in the presence of the almighty God? Can you say today, and this is, uh, I would venture for each and every one of us to ask ourselves this question. So would you say this, uh, repeat after me, self, can I say, the, the, I will say of the Lord that he is my refuge and my fortress, my God. No, my God, and in him I will trust. See, we ought to, we all have to come to that place that more than just saying that with the, uh, the words that come out of, my, of, out of our mouths or our lips, but that our hearts can say, that our hearts can say that he is my refuge. That truly God is my refuge. That we can make this confession. You know, it's interesting because there's many uh, people that make uh, confessions or declarations. And, and, and it's interesting because when you hear, uh, uh, when we make our confessions, what does our confession sound like? Most of, uh, quite often in, in, in the majority of the time, our confessions is talking about what I can do or what I am. Think about it. I need you to take a moment truly to think about it. That I am not the, uh, that I'm the head and not the tail. That I am uh, high and lifted up. That I am up and, uh, how do you say, high and not beneath. I am up and not beneath whatever it is. But even in our personal declarations that, that I am this, that I am an overcomer, that I am, uh, you know, the redeemed, or I, and all, while all of these things that we say are true of who we are, but the true confession is who he is. 
that I, so this is the reason why the message this morning is speaking to us that, uh, that our confession, uh, more than it being about what I am, it's about who he is. It's more than it being about who I am, it's a recognition of who he is. Why is that important? It's so, so important, my friends, because if we understand who he is and the fact that we are in him, then we can't be the I that we want to be. All of these confessions of what we confessing that I am is impossible without being in him and knowing who he is. See, and many of us use the confession to try to convince ourselves of who we are because uh, that I'm blessed and not stressed. And we only say that when we are stressed and not feeling blessed. Come on, somebody. So much of our confessions is a confession of us trying to convince ourselves of something that we're not necessarily feeling. But our confession of who he is will change the way that you feel and it allow you to see your circumstances like he sees your circumstances because you'll begin to see them uh, from his perspective. You'll begin to see them not because of where you are, but because of where, come on somebody, but because of where, come on somebody, where he is. See, we try to convince ourselves that I'm high and lifted up, but we know that God is high and lifted up. See, see the difference? Our, so in our circumstances, we try to convince ourselves that I'm the head and not the tail. You know, and we can't always feel that, but we already know that he is the beginning and the end. Come on, somebody. We know that he is the head and not the tail. See, see how it's so, so important that we recognize who he is. Because in recognizing who he is, and, and God bless us for the new covenant. Because see, in the new covenant, uh, it, it, it's, it's the same words that he speaks under the old covenant uh, is true to the new covenant, but it has a different connotation, my friend. See, that which he spoke to David, and he had to come to believe and understand, uh, he it was uh, spoken from a place that, that had to come manifesting in his life. Where where we are, it's already manifested in our lives. Come on, somebody. Through the finished work of Jesus Christ, our Lord. See, what, what, what had to manifest in their life or what was spoken that had to come to pass. For us on the new covenant, it, 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 it speaks to us and it don't have to come to pass. We got to know that it came to pass. Hallelujah. It's a big difference, my friend. But for, unfortunately, Minister Leslie, and for so long that we, even under the new covenant, we trying to, uh, we trying to take the promises and the, the word of God that he spoke under the new old covenant and we taking it under that connotation. And so Jesus have not come and finished the work. This is why it's so important today, my friends, as God speaking to our hearts that we come to know and to recognize some things. Because when we recognize, somebody say recognize. Do you know what recognize mean? Recognize mean, it doesn't mean for you to, see, recognize, first of all, it means to be brought back to your memories. 
of something, the, the word recognize speaks with the connotation of, of remembering what you already know. I'll give you a, a, an example. See, it's when you're walking down the street and then you see that young man and you say, man, I, I, thought, I think I recognize him. So you can't recognize something that you didn't already know. See, recognize means that, that, that God brings it back to your memories that which you have already known or experienced in some way, shape, fashion, or form, my friends. And when you recognize what God has already done and finished in the work in, the, in his son, Jesus Christ, then guess what happens? Then it brings us to a place where we can realize. Somebody say realize. See, realize means that it becomes now real in your life. You see? And because the work was finished by Jesus, then we need to know that it can be real, somebody say real, in my life. This is what realize spiritually is speaking of. Is that what Jesus, not what you, see, see we are still thinking on somehow because we're using the connotation of the old covenant as though the work is being prepared to be done because that's what the old covenant was. It was a preparation of the Messiah coming and doing the work that God had called him to do. Glory be to God. The new covenant that God has made with us is because that preparation had been fulfilled. It had been done and it was over and it was lifted up high and lifted up unto the almighty God. And is sitting at the right hand of the Father. And that is Jesus Christ, our Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. And we can no longer live as though the work is not finished. This is the reason why it takes a real uh, us for us to recognize that we may realize Hallelujah. That then and only then. So the question is, is who can say that I will say of the Lord is the one that has recognized and that now the realization is coming forth in your heart, my friend, that I can say of the Lord. See, now, come on, somebody, be in agreement with me today because if you recognize then God will make, help you to realize that you can say of the Lord, he says, you can say of me that I am, I am your refuge and your fortress. That I am your refuge and your strength. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. See, we need to know this and praise God that he can give us an example that is as beautiful as Psalms 91. Because the truth of the matter, we have to go back to verse one. We can't just start with verse two because the verse one speaks of who can say this. And it says in verse one of Psalms 91, it says, he, somebody say he, he who dwells in the secret place of the most high shall abide in the shadow of the almighty. So that is the one that who, who can say or who will say of the Lord is the one who will say of the Lord is what? The one who is dwelling in the secret place. 
Hallelujah. The one who is abiding, hallelujah, in the presence of the almighty God. Because anything short of that, anyone short of that, if we are not in that secret place, if we are not abiding in the presence of the almighty God, you cannot say no more than with your lips that he is my refuge and my fortress. See, this is why some people, that when they say it with their lips, yet they are shaking in their boots. Have you ever heard of that before? Shaking in your boots. That means I'm declaring a thing that I don't even know for sure or believe myself. Because when you know that you know that you know, there ain't no shaking in your boots. There is a standing on, on, on solid ground, my friend. Come on, somebody. And it's high time. God is calling us that we have to quit deceiving ourselves I ain't talking about what Satan does Satan is the great deceiver but oftentimes we deceive ourselves why because we won't accept or embrace the whole truth nothing but the truth come on all the truth all of it and we ain't talking about uh, some foreign truth we're talking about God's truth and though for us so here's the great example. We're going to move very quickly here. The great example here of who can, who will say of the Lord is only he who dwells in the secret place. And see, that secret place was for, for King David and for the children of Israel and for those under the old covenant. It's not the same place that it is for us under the new covenant. Come on, somebody. We're going to do some division here. And I know that this ain't common to the church, but glory be to God. And this is why the modern-day church wants to claim the, uh, the promises of God that, uh, that, that he spoke to the, the old covenant church, glory be to God, or the old covenant people, and they want to take it in the same connotation. Well, the truth of the matter is, is that everything that he spoke as a promise to them is good for us, but it ain't in the same connotation, my friend. It's not the same connotation. And so here today, my friends, we can look at the proof that's in the pudding because the dwelling place that he was speaking of was the only dwelling place, uh, the, 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 the secret place uh, that, that they were to dwell in was a secret place that spoke of the, of the presence of God. And where was the presence of God? Physically, it was on the earth. It was only in the most holies of holy in that tabernacle. And matter of fact, man, none of them could actually go into that place anyway because only the priest could actually go in there. And matter of fact, it had to be the high priest at that, I believe. Or a certain priest. Not just anybody could go into the inner courts where the holies of the holy was, my friend. So where was this secret place? This secret place for them was found in the same place it is for us. In our hearts, glory be to God. But what makes the connotation different because it really boils down to a matter of your heart. The secret place is knowing the presence of God in your heart. It was for them and it is for us. So what are you saying, Pastor John? Because you're saying the connotation is different. Yes, the connotation is different because the, 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 the spirit don't dwell in the holies of holy. In the tabernacle, in between the the cherubims, the, the 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 spirit of the living God dwells on the inside 
of you and me as believers and that is according to the word of God by one means and one means only and that is the new covenant in his blood glory be to God and that is Jesus Christ our Lord that in the new covenant of his blood then uh, Jesus says it in John chapter 14 that now I must go away that the Father, that I'll, and then we will send the Holy Spirit that will do what? That will take up residence, that will come and, and live on the inside of you. Glory be to God. See, now the, Lord, the, the difference between what, uh, what was being said here is that now he says, I will take and I will write the laws on your heart. Glory be to God. They won't be on the tablets of stone anymore, my friend. They will be living on the inside of you. Hallelujah. So this secret place is one that dwells on the inside of you already, my friend. It's one that it causes us to recognize that God is ever before me. It's one that we sing and sung about through the uh, praise and worship over and over again of how great is our God. It's one that, that speaks of what we sung and that my God reigns. Hallelujah. It's a recognition that what is going on in the inside of you, my friend, is God orchestrated. It's you submitting and committing yourself to that which is at work in you. And that is the spirit of the living God and not allowing the outside forces or the things on the outside to determine and dictate what is going on on the inside. Hallelujah. See, this is what we're talking about, my friend. This is what we're talking about. This is what God is saying when he says that who, he who dwells in the secret place of the most high. See, he who, who, who will commit himself in, in his mindset to, to know that he is God and God alone. To know that he is the beginning and the end. To know that he is the lion and the lamb. Hallelujah. That that's the secret place. Hallelujah. And that for him that knows that secret place, for him that is committing himself to live from that secret place, my friend, then the reality, I'm talking about the reality now, that which will come forth in your life is a, a, a declaration, a confession that I will say of the Lord, hallelujah, that he is my fortress. See, because then now you will know who your fortress is. You will know that he is your refuge in all things. Hallelujah. And say, so right now, the spirit of the living God wants to speak to us very quickly. Because some of us need to know that it needs to be practical in our lives. In time, and when will he be? When will I make this declaration? But not only when will I make the declaration, but when will I say of the Lord that he is my refuge, that he's my fortress, that he is my strength. See, some of us, we got to learn that we need to say this in times of trouble. See, the word of God says in Psalms 9, verse 9, matter of fact, go there with me real quickly. Psalms 9, 9, the word of God says to us and he tells us, that we can say of the Lord in times of trouble uh, exactly who he is. Glory be to God. 
as it says, the Lord also will be my refuge for the oppressed. I'm sorry. Yes. My refuge for the oppressed and a refuge in times of trouble. That I can say of the Lord that he is my refuge in times of trouble. That you know because you dwell in the secret place. And I ain't talking about hypothetically dwelling in the secret place. This is a place that our heart must live, move, and have its being in, my friend. So this requires us to come to a conclusion, to make a decision that we might make a conclusion. Because in this, Brother Rick, then guess what happens? In times of trouble, we can honestly say that he is my refuge, my friend. And not only say it with our mouth, we can know it in the bottom of our hearts. This is what God wants to, to, he wants to deliver this unto you today, my friends, to take this. And if he's saying it to us today, that means we're going to need it tomorrow. <laughs> There's coming a time that we're going to need this. If we don't need it right now, for many of us, we even need it in this moment. But not only in times of trouble, guess what? In times of need. In times of need. The word clearly says it in Isaiah 25, verse 4. Isaiah 25, verse 4. The word of God says this for you has been a strength to the poor, a strength to the needy in his distress, a refuge, there it is, from the storm. That even in our need, that God is our refuge. He also says it in the new covenant. He says it like this to us uh, in the new covenant in Philippians chapter 4. That my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. See, the difference in the new covenant is by Christ is attached to it because it's in Christ that all of our needs have been fulfilled, my friends. If we dwell in the secret place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do you hear what thus saith the Lord? Also in Hebrews 4, 16, it says, let us come boldly to the throne that we may find grace in our time of need. Hallelujah. In our time of need, let us come boldly to the throne of grace. Who can come boldly to the throne of grace? He who dwells in the secret place. Because he knows that he is my refuge and my strength. I ain't talking about boldly the way that you want to come. No, I'm talking about boldly because he's giving you permission to step boldly to his throne. Because he says, because you know that I am your refuge. See, this is a different connotation. It ain't coming as though you deserve something. It's coming because you've been permitted something. Glory be to God. And when God has given it me, then I can boldly stand in it. Anything short of that, I'll be afraid to. I can act like I'm boldly doing something and be shaking in my boots. There to go again. See, that's why I wear the long pants. You can't tell when I'm shaking so much. But if I put on the shorts and I'm standing before you, I'm professing this and professing that, but you can see my knees knocking. Come on, somebody. 
Glory be to God. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. God is saying that he, see, we can come boldly through the through his throne of grace in our time of need, not because we deserve anything, but because we've been given everything. Hallelujah. Because we, and, and, and you won't do this unless you dwell in the secret place. See, unless you know him like that. See, unless you, in this knowing him is, is one that, that, that you are in linked in to him like that. See, it's like uh, being uh, linked into to something. You know, now I don't know, I don't just know somebody, but I'm linked into him. It's a big difference, my friend. Hallelujah. See, and I, I got that word because, see, back in the day, we didn't use the word LinkedIn. That's the, new, the young folks word now. Let's link up or link in. No, I'll be saying let's hook up, but not link up. But hey, to much is given, much is required. We're going to speak the modern day terms and it's time for us to know who we are linked with. Hallelujah. That we are linked to the Lord and the Lord Almighty. But not only in times of trouble or in times of need has, can we say, I will say of the Lord, but also in times of sickness. Even in times of sickness, as the book of James chapter 5 speaks of, that if, uh, what does it say? That if anyone is sick among you, let them call for the elders of the church and let them come and pray and lay hands on them. I'm paraphrasing it, but guess what? But the prayer of faith will do what? Will heal the sick. Hallelujah. So we can come boldly to the throne of grace even in our sickness. Glory be to God. Why? Because I will say of the Lord, meaning I recognize who the Lord is in my life. But finally, my brothers, and this is also good news, it's not only in times of trouble or in times of need or even in times of sickness, but do you know, do you know that in all times I can say of the Lord? That in all times, somebody say all times. So this ain't just a certain time of trouble or, the, uh, or that's the particular time of need or that desperate time of sickness. But in all times, I can say of the Lord, go with me to Psalms 62. See, because somebody's saying, that, oh, I know that you're saying that, Pastor John, but I'm not sure that the word of God says that. Well, let me show you what the word of God says because in Psalm 62, verse 8, it reads like this. I'll let you get there. I'm going to take my time on this one. Because in all things, and in all times, hallelujah, I will say of the Lord, you are my refuge and my fortress. In all times, look at uh, Psalm 62 verse 8. And the word of God says, Trust in him at all times. You people, pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. Let me read it again. Because he, the word of God says in all times that I will say of the Lord that you are my refuge. 
I must recognize that he is our refuge at all times. See, that don't mean that we just wait until times of trouble come or wait until time of need come and then we make this declaration, no, this is at all times that it should forever be before us. I will say of the Lord. Why? Because he says trust in him at all times. You people, that's me and you, my friend. Pour out your heart before him because God is a refuge for us. Meaning all times. That he is our refuge. He is our fortress. He is our strength at all times, my friends. And he has given us of his understanding and his truth. And he has made us being his people to be in a position of understanding to know that I will say of the Lord and my question to you my friend is will you say of the Lord for now and forevermore will you say of the Lord just as King David said it so we know that King David says I will say of the Lord but the question is will you say of the Lord Will you today and forevermore, can you make the declaration? Can you make that confession? Can you make that to be your confession? Because that, those that can make that to be their confession, that I will say of the Lord that you are my refuge and my strength. See, that consumes everything that I need to com confess or convince myself of that I need to be or do. That I am not a drunkard no more, that I am not a whoremonger no more, I'm not this and I'm not that, I am a good and I am this and I am that, see we, you, if you can say of who God is and the fact that we are in him through Christ Jesus, then you don't have to worry about what you ain't because you'll know who you are in him, glory be, you'll know who you is hallelujah but just because you make the confessions of who you ain't, don't make you know who you is. You see the problem? But when you know who you is, then it takes and it consumes that of what you ain't. Think about it, my friends. We have been doing it and saying it and trying to get it backwards. But today is a day that God is saying that here, if you hear my voice, I'm giving you understanding for knowledge and truth that will come make that will make you re recognize that which you can now begin to realize that is absolutely operating in and through your life. Glory be to God. And it ain't because you're doing it; it's because He has already done it. See, and that's what the problem is. We trying to do what He's already done. And we can't see it because you're trying to do it. And God is saying, I'm setting you free today, my friends. Will you say of the Lord? Will you? Will you? Will, you, will I say of the Lord? Will you say of the Lord that he is your refuge and your fortress? Do you know that the Lord is your refuge? 
in your fortress. See, and it goes along in Psalm 91 and it says so many things. That in knowing that, that we could rest assured of. See, I'm talking about going forward, then it says some things that in knowing that King David was able to rest assured of. He says in verse uh, 3, it says, surely I shall, uh, you, you shall deliver me from the snares of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. See, it began to say that which, this is the part that he knew. It wasn't talking about what he, need, what he declared or what he needed to do. He began to recognize when you can say of the Lord that you are my refuge and my strength, then what you begin to declare is what God can do. See, he, he began to understand that God was able to, 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 to do what? To deliver him from the stairs of the fowler. That it was God. Not that he was going to come become something that he was going to protect himself from the snares of the fowler. See, you see the difference? We live in a world today that we want to become something that we can do. Wow. Rather than recognize who, who is something that has already done it. Wow. I'm serious, my friend. This is a cold, cold-blooded uh, deception that is operating. I ain't talking about in the world, but in the church, my friend. Ah, ah, think about it. Even listen to your confessions, listen to your prayers, you out there. Everything that you confess it is what you are, not what God is. Because when you begin to confess what God is, you ain't gonna have no need to confess who you are. Because you're gonna know who you are, glory be to God. In Jesus Christ, our Lord. So today, my friends, let us hear what thus saith the Lord as he has opened us up through praise and worship to know that he reigns, that my God reigns, that our God reigns, that he reigns above everything. Hallelujah. That he's opened us up this morning to know how great is our God. Come on, somebody, say with me, how great is our God. Hallelujah. See, that we serve a great God. He's an awesome God. He's a mighty God. Hallelujah. And in doing that, he is everything that we need as it pertains to godliness in living out the rest of this journey and the rest of our stay here. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we magnify and glorify your precious name. Thanking you this morning, Lord God, for how great is our God. For giving us a revelation and an understanding, O oh Lord, that you are the Almighty, that you, your majesty and power, Father God, is revealed unto us from day to day. So we come before your throne of grace this morning, Lord God. Asking, oh Lord, 
for those that is in this place and those that may see us through the airways, Father God, that you touch our hearts in such a way, Lord God, that makes and allows us to stand in the new covenant that is in the blood of your son, Jesus Christ, that has finished the work, Lord God, that you have called for us, for, for us to even do, Lord God. So now it only requires us to make the true declaration that I will say of the Lord and know of the Lord that he is my refuge, that he is my fortress, that he is my strength, and that I can do all things through Christ. <laughs> who strengthens me, Lord God, so I can run this race. I can do what you're calling me to do, Lord God, because I am in Christ. Because it's in him that we live, move, and have our being, that we have everything we need in him, oh God. And so it takes us out of the picture that it's not I, but it's you, oh Lord. It's you, it's you, it's you, oh Lord. And it gives us, Father God, a heart to know and understand how precious the name of Jesus Christ is for us, Lord God, today, for now, and forevermore. So, Lord, have your way in our hearts. Change us, Lord God. Rearrange us, Lord God. Make us over, Lord God, that we will never be the same, Lord God. Help us, Father God, to overcome this flesh, Lord God. Help us to denounce this flesh, I mean, oh God. Help us to, to, to cast every thought and every imagination down in the mighty name of Jesus that exhausts itself against the knowledge of this truth, Lord God, that you are speaking to us on today, Lord God. That it changes us from the inside out, Lord God. Hallelujah, that it washes us clean on the inside, Lord God. That it renews our strength and gives us, Father God, a fortitude to walk in your truth, O oh Lord, like never, like never, like never before. Have your way, O oh God, in our hearts today, Lord God. Humble us, Lord God. Feed us, give us, take away. Whatever it is that you need to do, Lord God, we grant you and welcome you this morning to have your way in our hearts, O oh Lord. In the name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus, and for everyone that received this in, uh, in through your heart today that want God to move in such a way in your life this morning, let us come into agreement by saying amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah. Let's give God some praise in this place. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord. Praise God. Praise God.